Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Today we are talking about the sacred white animals who are appearing across the planet and even in other dimensional space. And there's an essence here and a symbol of something much greater happening. And it involves diamond consciousness. My guest today, Julie Umpleby, has been working with the diamond consciousness. And she's here with us today to share so much more on this topic. Julie, thank you. Welcome back to Quantum Conversations. Thank you so much, Lorraine, and thank you so much for inviting me back. It's really wonderful to be here with you. It is very wonderful. This is the Power of Love Week, and perhaps this is self-love like no one else can give us. And here we've just crossed through the summer solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere, the solstice. And It has been an interesting experience because this solstice seems to be about self-expression, enhanced self-expression, speaking our authentic voice. And really to do that, there's been a lot of clearing of deep emotional programs and belief systems and baggage, let's call it, that really um, was interesting to see how each of us, in a way, are kind of hesitant to step forward, but it feels really interesting as we move through this solstice. Can you share on on what you've experienced through this solstice? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, what you're saying, uh, Loren, is actually so spot on because I work with my uh, community, with the diamond community, through most of these specific cosmic alignments. So very, very specifically on the equinoxes and the solstices, we find space. Um, and we make space together as a group as we go through um, some of these processes. And what we've seen really since the beginning of this year, eclipses are also part and parcel of this package, is some some really deep um, clearing out, some cleansing, some reconfigurations along with these quantum influxes. We know that we've had huge downloads of new codes, of incredible light, 
for most of this year. And this particular mid-year solstice point almost marks the crossover um, of this intense clearing as we move towards and into a greater space of love, sovereignty, and freedom, we begin to understand what that freedom is. So we may not have felt or experienced a great deal of that freedom during the first six months because there's been a lot of work. Um, and what I described it as was this very much this sort of push-pull, this inward-outward um, uh, pulse, if you like, that we've been a part of. So it's, it, we have days where we just want to be still and go within, and then there's self-expression where we want to come back out again. And this seems to have been alternating, um, especially through this solstice. And this being seen, very interesting that you mentioned that, because one of the things that I experienced in respect of our conversation today is clearing of some of those fears about being seen because for the most part I do telesummits and telephone conversations and I do work with my group where I'm working behind um, screens in respect of doing presentations and slides. Um, so, so I actually found myself triggered at a really deep level that I had to actually walk through and work through some of the stuff in respect of recognizing my own value, being in that space of self-love to be able to come out and be visible um, and be in the fullness of my expression of who I am. And that's really, I think, where most of us are being, especially the star seeds, those who are here, we've been pushed into a period of, I heard this expression the other day, of star blossoms. And I thought, what a wonderful expression. That's like going from the star seed. We're no longer the seeds. We are the seeds that are germinating and bringing that essence out in the, into, into the world. So we're moving into that um, space and period of actually being the star blossom so that we can effect greater change and be of greater service in the world in a way that, that aligns with our purpose and as we're meant to be. Oh, I love that. That's so beautiful. The star blossoms. I know many resonate to that. And yeah. that's a new, we're going to hear that more and more. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, I'm glad I could help you clear that with that little trigger of this video <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, all right. We're here to talk about the sacred white animals that are appearing. And actually, I was telling you earlier before our conversation really started, how the white rocks even have been, and the crystal world has been speaking to me in that way. And you've had your own experience here, and there's some symbology to the white sacred animals, the sacred white animals. There's a purity here, and it is related to diamond consciousness. So first, tell us about diamond consciousness, and then the sacred white animals. Okay. Diamond consciousness, um, in a nutshell, because, you know, having, having worked with it, having gone through the science of it and the experiences of it since it was first presented in 2004 has led to an absolute volume of, of understanding and information in respect of diamond consciousness. So I'm going to try and put it into a nutshell. It represents the expanded clarity and awareness of our fully ascended state. 
So ascension is not really a word that I tend to use very often. I tend to prefer the context and the concept of expansion. Because we are expanding into the fullness of the grand potentials of who we are at our core. And that is, that is our ascension. And we're bringing that into this reality so that we can actually be of service. Um, so um, diamond consciousness to me is it's the ability to shine and be in that awareness that we don't close our eyes to anything. And it's the ability to hold the beauty and the love at our core no matter what presents in life. So it's not turning our back on the shadow and only looking towards the light. It's being the light. That's what diamond consciousness is, and it's the embodiment of that light. And that's no mean task, because in order to actually embody the frequencies that are represented by um, the diamond consciousness that so many people are talking about. I mean, when I first started talking about it in 2004, nobody knew what I was talking about. You know, they thought it was, I was, you know, absolute loony. And that's usually the way that it is when something new presents itself. And nowadays it seems if everybody's talking about diamond consciousness and diamond light and diamond codes and everybody's got their own interpretation of it. And what we have is we actually have, it's, if I can put it this way, it's almost a projection from a higher dimensional realm into this reality of higher frequency energies, multidimensional energies that are then embodied in this dimension through the vehicle of the sacred octahedron, as I call it. So the sacred octahedron is... Um, a core stabilizing elemental factor within the Merkaba, which is our ultimate vehicle or embodiment or body of light, um, as people like to, to think of it. Um, and the diamond or the octahedron holds everything stable within that. So when we um, expand, we are able to project and amplify that energy while holding stability within the core essence of our being. So that's a bit of a long-winded answer. There's actually many things and many aspects to the diamond consciousness because we find that our physical bodies are actually primed for it. It affects our DNA. It helps to reconfigure our DNA. Um, it helps to um, align with our blood. It's part of the life force energy that we breathe in um, because it's aligned with the oxygen molecules in the air that we breathe. It's in the water. It's an aspect of the structure of water. Those structures are actually all around us based on that crystalline form and shape. So uh, one thing that I actually like to say in respect of time and consciousness as well, because I hear this phrase a lot. A lot of people say that where we are, going to and what we are progressing with in respect of our ascension is we are moving from being carbon to being crystalline. We are already crystalline. The carbon that is in our bodies takes on two forms. It can take the form of a very soft um, graphite-like structure or form, which is carbon, which is black, which represents, so it's symbolic, it represents the darkness, 
that we actually carry within and diamond or, or carbon under pressure and stress can actually then is the, the primary or foundational structure that's used to create the diamond. So we are not moving from carbon. We are simply transmuting all of the shadow aspects that our diamond has actually or that the carbon in our bodies has held in place over multiple generations to bring in the clarity of that pristine consciousness through its morphing and metamorphosis into the diamond. So, and it's restoring the crystalline nature and function um, and structure of our being in alignment with that, because we are essentially constructed of sacred geometry, a lot of which is broken down because we have lost our ability to access the information that sacred geometry brings us. So what working with the diamond and the diamond consciousness does through the structure and form is it enables and facilitates us to um, harness greater um, volumes of information and awareness through that geometry. Does that make sense? I know that's a bit long-winded, but does that make sense? Yes, it absolutely makes sense. And I think we're going to do a process with you where we can actually connect deeper to that information and, and the sacred geometry within us. All right, so that's beautiful because we're already crystalline and we yes. are purifying then. And I just want to back up here and say, um, when you were talking about the diamond consciousness, how it's, it's, it is coming more and more to people, people are picking it up just uh, in their meditations. And so yep. I find that fascinating. See, so it's not like people are um, looking over here and just picking up a buzzword. They're actually getting that. Everyone is just getting that in these downloads of information. Um, and you were right there in the beginning getting that and sharing it. So I just want to thank you for being bold and sharing that so many years ago. And so here we are. We're already crystalline, but we are purifying. And as we were talking about moving through this recent solstice and every solstice, those are great windows of uh, opportunity to, to release this baggage and purify and transmute so that we can become this white diamond light so that's where the white animals are now appearing now you just saw something even like this year or maybe a little bit before this year yeah oh yeah i mean the 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 white animals and in fact they are sacred white animals um have it's it's often only in hindsight that one sees the thread that has been carried through your um, life and experiences in order to culminate with a, a more expanded understanding. And that's really the way that, that the journey has happened because it's only been through my more recent experiences that I was actually taken back to my initial introduction to the white animals through the white lion back in 1976, 77. And I was at school and we had what I now understand as a very enlightened biology teacher who was, she was just the most wonderful teacher because for her, everything she taught us was fascinating. 
And she would say, you know, teach us about life and the systems in the body. And she, isn't it amazing? Isn't it just fascinating? She was hugely inspirational. And that, that led to most of us in that particular group studying science in some way, shape or form. And I also went on to, to study the life sciences. Um, biology as a consequence, but in 1976 um, or seven, and I can't remember the exact year, it was one of those years, was um, she had reconnected with um, a very little known information about the white lions in their natural homeland in South Africa, which is where I was at school, in a place called Timbavati. And Timbavati means, in um, African language, the place where they came from heaven down to earth. And that's their sacred homeland. Um, but the white lions had not been seen in that area for many years. They were kind of like the stuff of legend. And then in 1975, somebody spotted a white lion in Timbavati again. So it was like they popped up out of nowhere um, again in that particular area. And my biology teacher in 76, 77 actually mentioned it to our class and took a group up to Timbavati with the objective of trying to find and spot the white lions. And that to me is just really amazing. And, and why it stuck with me was because at the time, our family were going through some real difficulties and I could not afford we could not afford for me to go on that field trip, so I didn't get to go. And they didn't spot the white lion, but it still it stuck with me because I felt that it was something that I had really missed out on. So to go through the subsequent experiences has been even more meaningful and, a, and an absolute treasure for me. So, so that goes back to 1976 when I first heard about them about these white lions that were anomalous. Um, they were, although in the, the wildlife community and certainly in the hunting community, they were not considered anything special or unique. They were hunted the same way as all of the other predators were, which is just an absolute tragedy because the last white lion in the wild was seen in 1991 and they weren't seen again um, after that. So sort of fast forwarding now a couple of years, they were not part of my consciousness at all. Even when I started doing the diamond work, they didn't really become part of my consciousness until um, probably about 2008, 2009. So we're going back about nine years when they popped up again. The, and it was specifically through the white lion that they, they popped up again. And through the work of a wonderful woman called Linda Tucker, who established what is known um, now as the Global White Lion Trust. Um, and she had been doing that for a number of years with the objective of saving and providing a safe haven for these specific white lion in their native homeland. Because what she discovered through her journey with them was that they represented a sacred um, aspect for not only the indigenous cultures but for humanity itself. They embodied a sacredness and that they deserved an honoring 
and protection in the same way that they were here and appeared on the planet as part of their guidance and protection for humanity. So it's just really interesting how it, how it all came about. So from 2009, it's kind of been my dream to get out to visit the White Lion. Now, the Global White Lion Trust, which is their protective space within their natural homeland, their sacred homeland, um, is not open to the public. It's only open to special interest groups. So when I took a group to South Africa um, in March this year, that was part of the agenda, and we were um, gifted with an opportunity to spend two days at Sal. Um, and to interact with these white lion, to interact with the sacred white lion. And it was just, it was just an experience beyond words. But back in 2009 now, when these started coming back into my consciousness, there was something that prompted me to begin working with them within and with the diamond community. And the experiences that people had just through this spirit communication with them were phenomenal. Um, their level of connectivity, especially with the white lion, was amazing. And that set me off on a bit of a, um, a mission and a, a bit of an adventure to understand more about these white animals. And the more that I looked, the more I began to understand and see that it wasn't only the white lion that were beginning to manifest again. Sorry, to go back, the last white lion seen in the wild was in 1991. There was one born in a hunting camp on, believe it or not, and there was a lioness born in a hunting camp on the 25th of December in a place in South Africa called Bethlehem. It's called Bethlehem in South Africa at the, at the turn of the millennium. Um, 2000, and that was the lion that was rescued that was, I think, was the first one her and her cubs became the founders of the Sacred White Lion Trust, so they were brought back to their wild homeland. So that was where this um, Timbavati homeland and the White Lion Trust actually was set up and became functional. So white lions now do re-exist in the wild and are being seen more and more. But But that synchronicity is just amazing because that links to what they are the embodiment of. And they are the embodiment of Christ consciousness. So, yeah, so so you kind of get all of the, the symbolic connections. But what I discovered then from the time of starting to connect with them in spirit form was that the white animals were beginning to appear across all species. Uh, many, many species. Now, we know that there are many legends um, and myths that exist in the indigenous cultures um, that speak of these white animals, and they always refer to them as being sacred. And I think the most well-known um, story is that of white buffalo calf woman, who actually indicated as well that the reappearance of the sacred white buffalo calf, and the same applies to all of the sacred white animals, heralded a time of great change for humanity. So it was both a blessing and a warning for humanity. Um, And the first white buffalo calf was born, I think it was 1994 in America. And Chief Arvo Looking Horse, who is the 19th, 
pipe keeper, the the sacred white buffalo pipe keeper um, at the moment in America. His words are, as far as the prophecy is concerned, prophecies are concerned, that when the sacred white animals show their true colors, it is a time of great blessing and warning for the planet. So the message from most of the areas of prophecy um, have, are very much the same. It's exactly the same as the African prophecy around the white lions. Um, so, so since the white calf was born, the white buffalo calf and the white lions began reappearing, we've seen white animal forms appearing across all of the species. We have um, a white whale called Mugaloo, which is well known around the Australian waters, who is also revered by the Aboriginal peoples um, of the Australias and New Zealand. Um, we have um, the white peacock, which is um, also revered by royalty. And I don't know if you've ever seen those images of the white peacock, but when they appear, they are absolutely magnificent, pure, pure white, pure white, um, incredible animals. And then we start seeing white squirrels, white snakes, white koalas, white dolphins, white foxes. We see uh, more of the African game appearing in their, their white colors. We have um, hemspark. We have giraffe appearing as white. There have been while there have been white Asian elephants known of before, we now have um, recordings of the odd sighting of rare African white elephants. But they sort of, they, they appear and then they um, are gone. So I'm not sure what's happened with those at the moment, but there are reports of African white elephant. And what's important to realize and to understand is that these are very different. These white animals that we know as the sacred ones are very different to albinos. So albino animals and albino, we see the albino effect taking place through the human race as well as through the animal kingdom. And that is a very different genetic mutation to what we see in the sacred white animals because you'll often find there you've got the pink skin. They've got a total lack of melanin. So you get the pink skin. You can see the pink eyes because there's no pigment in the eyes. So you get the blood um, vessels appearing through the eyes. So there you get a lot of that pink hue and they're very, very sensitive to sunlight and to all of the, um, and to a lot of environmental factors. The white animals on the other hand, um, that are appearing have a very different genetic mutation. They're known as leukistic. So, so that mutation is very specific. Um, and it means that they have varying levels of lack of pigmentation generally seen in their fur and their appendages. So whether it's feathers, whether you see it in the, the lizards or the whales or the dolphins in their skin with the white lines, you certainly see it in the pure white of their coats. But their eyes have pigment and their eyes present in different colors. So you will see blue, green, amber, sort of the normal colored eyes, which are really then quite striking. Um, and the one of the, the the big things about these animals is that more and more of them have been appearing in the last couple of decades. So their numbers have been increasing across various species. Um, so 
what we have and what we see taking place on the planet that actually correlates with all of that is we have from the esoteric community, from the New Age community, and from the scientific community now, we have the validation of stepped-up energies, changes in the energetic environment, which is giving rise to the appearances of these particular animals. Now, what we see is we see these animals standing out from the crowd. They they really stand out in the communities and the ecosystems within which they are born. Um, white heart is another one, the white stag. It's like they have no camouflage. In fact, it was very, very concerning um, in respect of the white animals when they, the white lion when they started appearing because um, it was initially postulated that they would not be able to survive as well in the wild because they lacked the camouflage of the traditional tawny lions, that they would somehow be inferior. And what has been found is that they are, in fact, superior. They have equal hunting skills. They are equally as capable. And the amazing thing, especially with the lion, is that they are larger um, than your traditional tawnies. And to be in their presence, these white animals actually have a presence that they bring. So along with this stepping up of the energies of the planet, which has been responsible for the expansion, the continuing expansion of our consciousness, we have in tandem appearing the sacred white animals, what are known as the white animals now appearing in their true colors. What they represent symbolically is the embodiment of these higher frequencies. And somehow they are managing to survive even though they stand out from the crowd. They often stand alone within their specific systems and they stand out. And yet they are not only surviving, they are thriving. I often refer to them as the diamond power animals because they they literally do. When you are in their presence, you can actually feel tangibly the light that they emit. It's like they are transparent with the light that they are embodying. So they're embodying this diamond consciousness. They are transmitting that out into those environments that there is a reverence for these souls and spirits that are embodying within these particular animals um, and forerunners within the animal kingdom. So it's almost like as the star seeds are embodying the diamond consciousness and standing out and stepping up to be those who are not afraid to go against the flow and be different from the crowd. So each of these animals, um, the white animals that is appearing, represents their own unique embodiment of this consciousness that is the higher vibrational consciousness of the animal kingdoms. And they also, in the same way as we have animal communicators and we can connect with animals for guidance, these white animals um, also provide us with higher frequency, higher aspects of guidance that supports our evolution. So they're here so that we can take notice of them. And, and like I said, they stand out. Um so, so it, it, they really are amazing. And I can just say to you, being in the presence of the white lion is beyond description. 
it's, it's actually beyond words. And in the uh, White Lion Sanctuary that Linda Tucker has actually put together, there was one of the guests that I actually had there that came along with the group that we took, uh, described the entire environment as actually being telepathic. And that was just absolutely what it was. So there was an, an air in the wildness of that environment that really expressed and was a tangible interconnectivity um, experience with the lion, with the life that lived there. So all of the beings that work there, all of the humans that work there, all of the animals, the trees, there is a, an interconnection that is tangible in the earth um, and in that space. And that's really, that's one of the gifts that they bring us. Um, and what I wanted to share, and that's what you were referring to, Lauren, uh, was my own personal experience with these, was um, when we first arrived, Linda Tucker's got a beautiful pack of white line leadership cards. And we were all asked to select a card um, from the pack. And the one that I actually chose, sort of the, the first one out, was Aslan, who is the white lion that they have known as Mandla, Aslan representing from the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe novel, but this really grand, huge, enormous white lion representing the King of Kings, the Christ consciousness, the embodiment. Um, so so that was that was the first thing that really got me onto um, um, or, or into the energy that they were bringing. Um, and that they gifted us with through the rest of the tour because the, it was pure magic. It was absolutely um, a magical, magical experience, not only there, but it continued through the rest of the time that we spent together. So that was the first thing, and it was this um, Aslan and the image on the card that I connected with. Now, following the White Lion Sanctuary, the tour took us to Adam's Calendar, which is known as a very, very ancient, I don't know if you've heard of Adam's Calendar in South Africa. Oh, yes, and Michael Tellinger's yes. work. Yes. Yes. And the, the, yes, the circles, right? The Yes, the stone circles, we did those two. Yeah. Excellent, okay. So, so we had, we went up to join them actually for the equinox ceremony, the sunrise equinox ceremony at Adam's calendar. So it's not only an ancient, ancient astronomical calendar that it's believed to be the oldest known astronomical calendar on the planet at 75,000 years old. That's the estimated age of the place. It's also known amongst the indigenous peoples as being a place of initiation. That's where Credo Mutua, the head Zanusi, who is, um, uh, sort of the, how can I actually put it? He's, he was the key protector of the white lions, um, and the mythology and the indigenous stories around the white lions. Um, all of his initiations took place within Adam's calendar. So, so we knew that we were up there for a, a very specific purpose. So our group, we were doing some work. I had the diamond bowl with me. Um, we did some sounding. We, uh, worked with Michael and Dean's group. Um, in the circle, but during the ceremony, while I had the diamond bowl out, I became acutely aware of somebody, something standing behind me, a presence behind me. And what I felt was a skin being placed over my shoulders, almost like a cape, but it only sat here, but it just, it rested on my shoulders and it was very 
very tangible. Very difficult to describe to anybody, but I knew it was there and I could see it. And it was mixed color. It was tawny and white. And I actually thought it was an antelope. I wasn't thinking lion. Uh, backtrack just one step. The night before Adam's calendar, I actually had a dream, very, very clear dream, um, and that I was walking along a dark road and there was something behind me. Again, this behind me, something behind me. And I was afraid. Um, and something said to me, now turn around and face it. And I turned around and faced it in the dream, and I just shouted, and I said, no, I am not going to be afraid. And the shadow that I was seeing morphed into the same white lion that was on the card I'd chosen um, at the White Lion Sanctuary. So it was Mandla. So he was there. So, so I knew that he was part of, and there was some real significance there. Anyway, mm-hmm. so, we, so we finished that ceremony, and I didn't mention this to anybody, but one of the, the women who was in our group was very, very clairvoyant. She, she sees, and she could see it. She could see the skin that had been placed on my shoulders mm. um, that happened in the, the ceremonial place. So what was really beautiful was we felt that the work that we had been done in respect of res- helping to restore the integrity and the energy of that portal of the calendar was really um, powerful. And the next day, we then went and did some work we were guided to do um, through Jeanette, again, one of the ladies in our group, in the Stone Circles because there was um, a distortion in respect of the communication grid between the stone circles there. And it really is just, it's just amazing stuff. It's so difficult to describe. But we did some work in the circles. And, um, again, we were working with diamond energy um, and with the diamond consciousness. And it was really profound. Uh, we were aware, everyone in the group in their own way, of the circles being switched back on, of that network coming alive. And when we finished that, we walked out of the group uh, or walked out of the circle and Jeanette said to me, stop for a minute and just tune into that skin that's still on your shoulders. Um, and it had turned pure white. It had turned pure white in that space um, and in that energy. And I still wasn't sure whether it was lion until a couple of days later when I was doing some joint work with somebody and there was, I was aware of this lion presence behind me. And it was the same one, it was Aslan or Mandla. Um, and this, the energy, the lion um, essence, this white lion stepped into me for the work that we were doing. Stepped in and roared violet light into the space that we were holding for really incredible healing and reconfiguration. And that was only two months ago, and there's still a heck of a lot of readjustment and reconfiguration, which is where this being in our expression and moving beyond fear in respect of being visible um, is is um, a really powerful step for me into the consciousness and into the visibility of this diamond essence, this diamond energy together with the help and the companionship of the white lion and what they represent. And if I can just say that in the African mythology, just to sort of tie um, all of this in, in the African mythology, the white lion are known as the bearers the highest bearers or bringers of enlightenment. 
that are here to help us evolve. And I, for me, I think that is the reason why so many people in connecting with the white lion, it seems to happen in the spiritual form, in the dream state, in many different ways. Lion appearing because the message and the support is actually coming from the great heart of the lion um, so that we can love in an even bigger way as we're expanding our consciousness into this full diamond space. So that's a bit of a long story. So I hope that uh, provides some insight in respect of these amazing animals. They are all aligned with the influxes of new energy, new consciousness, new light. They are embodying the essence, the energy, and the codes of light that are pouring into the planet at the moment. Excellent and great uh, symbology of us and, and what they represent for us and the embodiment of just the diamond consciousness, purity. the purity, standing alone. Again, it ties back to what we were talking about, this fearlessness of yes. being seen, going against the crowd, speaking our yes. truth. Actually, I love that story. What an incredible experience for you to go back last March, just a few months ago, yeah. and be with those white lions. Yeah. And then to bring it to the group and the people that you work with and to take this even on a deeper level, yeah. I'm wondering if you could um, share with us a, a process where we could go with, um, go within ourselves and connect to the white lions or uh, diamond consciousness what would you do for folks okay so so what we usually do is we work with the um, the structure of the octahedron the structure of the diamond which as I often say it has a very specific alignment and this is key to connecting with the lion if I can actually just give you this little insight I mean the 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 courses and the programs that I've got out there provide so much um, information and background and support for um, understanding and connecting with this level of consciousness. But I'm going to give you something here. The octahedral field, alignment with the body. So you can imagine now that above our head we know sort of, and it varies in, in respect of people's assessments of where it is, we have a soul star, which is at the first external chakra, and it's the one that serves as the conduit for our soul essence. It's the doorway through which our soul essence actually enters uh, the physical realm or our body. So the octahedron, when it aligns with our physical body, is connected at its top point to the soul star. Um, it comes out like a pyramid, so that the bottom of the pyramid is aligned with the base of the spine. And it goes down, the bottom half of the pyramid, which then makes up the octahedron, goes down to a point below the feet, connecting with what we know as the earth star. So it connects us and it plugs us in to the earth and all that is. So it's like we plugged into our soul essence, our higher energy and essence, and then we are plugged into the earth. So we're able to serve as a conduit. There's a very, very specific, specific reason why the alignment is at the base of the spine. 
when I was first told that, I just couldn't understand it because others out there either had no alignment or had the diamond aligned at the heart, which to me just didn't feel right. Um, the anchoring, what I learned many years later, and I had to work and walk in total trust, many years later, that in respect of the function and the way that energy moves within shape, the triangular facets that make up the uh, pyramid, the top pyramid, is such that energy actually comes in through the axes and it gathers at a point one-third of the way up the pyramid and one-third of the way from the base of the spine up to the soul star is the heart. So when we are in our diamond, we are able to amplify the heart field. So we work through, and I work through with all that we do, taking people into that structure so that they can experience that. And the lion and the sacred white lion, because they actually represent the embodiment of the Christ consciousness and the ultimate love. And in fact, we know that Leo is um, a symbolic connection or has a symbolic connection to the sun. Um, to gold, it's the golden essence, the golden self, which is actually realized through the heart. Um, it is the heart which actually balances the mind, as I actually said earlier, so that we're able to balance both sides of both aspects of the mind. So once we are in our diamond um, and in that configuration, we provide a resonant field into which we can invite the presence of all of those sacred white animals because they all represent an aspect of consciousness that serves to assist us in expanding the heart. So that's what the lion um, and connecting with the lion actually does. So, so yes, I would love to take you through a process of being able to connect spiritually with these amazing animals who are in and of themselves spiritual royalty. That's what they represent. So they help to connect us with our own royalty, our sovereignty, our sovereign self, and to expand the heart field. Beautiful. So we're going to experience that now. And I just want to say how beautiful this is. What a reminder as the world is looking at the royal family in England in, in a new, fresh way. Here, these white lions are here to reflect back to us the royalty that is within us, the sovereignty that we are. And Julie, I just love your scientific approach to this spiritual realm, this higher consciousness realm. And you are a bridge indeed of this area. So, okay. All right. Well, here we go. Here we go. So I'm also going to close my eyes because it's the only way that I can actually uh, take you through the process. So, so I'd like everybody to um, sit. Uh, feet flat on the floor, just make sure that your arms are uncrossed and take a long, slow, deep breath in. As you allow yourself to retreat, your senses, draw them back from the external world with a deep in-breath, drawing everything within and breathing out. And just spend a few moments breathing in deeply, almost as if you're breathing down to the tips of your toes and establishing a wave with your breath as you breathe in and down and out and up and in and out. 
and allow your breathing to find a natural rhythm and flow as you now invoke the essence of your sacred octahedron, the foundational structure of your own personal sacred space. You can invite it to create itself around you. You can see it standing in front of you and then step into it whichever way is right for you. Allow it now to anchor into place such that the top point is connected with your soul star in the bottom with the earth star below your feet. Feeling your body, your whole being surrender into this safe, protected, beautiful space for the diamond frequencies in full embodiment are their own protection. And as you expand your breathing and your awareness now within this field, your diamond appears to breathe with you. Flexible, moving with the pulses of your breath and energy. Breathing in and out. Seeing those fine spirals being breathed in through a grid that is forming within your sacred octahedron. A grid that is a mirror of what is made manifest at the macro levels of the galaxies and the micro levels within your body. Just be aware of the lights switching on through your pure intention and the power of your breath. You may even feel a tingling at the base of your spine as the energy is drawn in through the central axes of your diamond into that point and then breathed up, accumulated in the area of your heart. As you place your attention and focus on this movement of energy, you are aware of your heart essence expanding, glowing with a beautiful rose gold color. The golden color of the tawny lion. The golden color of the sun. And your diamond now begins to spin around you, generating a more intense influx of electromagnetic cosmic energy, drawing it in through the cosmic grids into your diamond, filling up your heart. And you can see that the essence and energy from your heart flows and begins to flow throughout your entire body, filling it up. And as it does, the light becomes softer and lighter and purer. 
rippling through your veins, your bones, being distributed to the very extremities, causing a vibration in your hands, your feet, in your skin, as your body becomes adjusted and accustomed to these frequencies that we know as the highest manifestation of ourself, our diamond self. And in this space, you become aware now of a presence approaching you. It appears as the most brilliant, almost blinding light in a diamond form moving through the cosmic grids, emerging from the shadows of the matrix within which we live as a beacon of pure light. And then within the diamond you see a shape taking form that appears to be morphing in and out of its Leonine embodiment. And in this brilliant, brilliant diamond, you see alternating lion, kings of the highest order, pharaohs, ancient royal forms reincarnated over and over again, those of the highest evolutionary order incarnated into the body of this magnificent lion that is pure white, almost transparent. You see and become aware of his heart field as his diamond approaches yours and connects point to point. There is a burst of light at the area of juncture where this sacred being connects with you. And his energy, her energy, that diamond consciousness in its purest and highest form, this aspect of royalty, begins to filter through into your diamond, your field, harmonizing with you, establishing a resonance that draws you up and expands you into the higher order that he brings. Into the recognition of your own sovereignty. Into a field of love beyond the human understanding. Love and forgiveness. This being is a warrior of grace, a defender of love, capable of immense forgiveness for all of the atrocities perpetrated against him. And in the same way, this is our capacity and potential to be a diamond warrior of grace. Allow his diamond 
his essence and this presence to slowly begin to merge with you, with your consciousness. Be aware of it. Moving into your skin, expanding your skin so that it pixelates and begins to sparkle. into your bones that expand and absorb the light and the life force carried upon these waves of diamond consciousness. Moving into the organs of your body, into your brain, firing up little known, little used neural pathways with that diamond light, the clarity and laser-like ability that this being holds and carries. And you continue until your essence is merged with his and you look down at your skin and your body and everything is expanding with the intensity of this energy, with the heat of this process, the internal alchemy can take place within your being that transforms and transmutes the fear, ancient generational, multi-generational fears into fearlessness. You are aware of your body expanding, becoming taller, lighter, more loving, and fearless. Allow yourself to feel and become the warrior of grace in the same way as the white lion gifts us with this aspect of consciousness in his presence. Surrender into the field, into your diamond. As this amazing being now begins to depart, leaving you with those laser-like points of light. Shining through the grid of your personal diamond to remind you always of who you are. And as he departs into his sovereign space, it is with the acknowledgement and recognition of your sovereignty. And finally he roars a roar of pure violet fire into your space, into your diamond into your body, into your cells, into your DNA. As he leaves, it's with the knowledge that this alchemy within you continues. And you extend your heartfelt gratitude from this expanded heart, not only to the white lion, but as you expand your vision, you can see and become aware of all of the sacred white animals residing within 
there, permutations and expressions of the diamond consciousness just waiting to share their gifts. There is gratitude for all of them. Deep breath in. And breathe out. And again, deep breath in. And breathe out as you allow yourself to come back into a renewed, revitalized, waking consciousness. Thank you. I don't know about you, but I was aware of the most incredible heat being generated through that merge um, the alchemy and the the essence of that energy is just beyond belief. I think that's also part and parcel of the experiences that I've had sort of being opened up. Oh, yes, I'm sure. Uh, that nearly knocked me out, really. <laughs> and so if, if we have anyone watching or listening who was not able to fully experience that, um, come back and listen to that again. I just want to say exquisite. It was, um, it was like, it was really a surrender. Yep. It seemed like a surrender to divine will, yet it was so, um, it was very sovereign and it's very expansive, expansive. Yes. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. I, that's the beauty of it, I think. And that's where that phrase, I love it, the warriors of grace. You know, we talk about ourselves and that phrase has gone around so often, uh, light warriors, you know, star seeds and the rainbow light warriors. And to me, yes, warriors of light, but warriors of grace, because that implies both the strength of the ability to hold our space and the softness of an emanation that is love, because that's what grace is. Yes, what a powerful process to to do during this week after the solstice. It feels very fortifying. And during this week of the power of love, it's like every day is this. I, I know I'm not alone when I say what a feeling this is. There's really not much to talk about to disturb this beautiful vibration. Yeah. But it's just... Wonderful. It, yeah. it really is a, I mean, my eyes just feel like I just went to sleep for yeah. a couple of hours. It really is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So. I know. It, it does. It happens within the community as well. And it depends on the processes that some people have a, a problem coming back because of that expansiveness. And that's what we're learning to do is to hold. That is the ultimate. That's what ascension is. We're learning to hold that within the fabric and structure of our body. So there's constant recalibrations that are happening and that we are going through. It's constant upstepping, quantum leaps, quantum leaps, quantum leaps. You know, and people go, well, are we there yet? You know, we fully ascended. Well, in one sense and on one timeline, one could say that we are, but there's a series of acclimations and adjustments with our physical body to the accommodation of this energy because we're going through this transition in body. 
in embodiment. And that's what the sacred white animals show us is the capacity for that embodiment. Yeah, beautiful. Wow, we are really, I mean, I'm, I, I just feel that and I know that and it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you were saying, we have to hold this frequency no matter what. Yeah. Again, the white animals reflect that to us. They represent that to us. And it's amazing to see how there's still the story. But I can really see that when we are able to hold this space from this really amplified heart, this expanded heart, then when the old programs come up or the triggers, let's say, they're just going to be obliterated. Right now, there's nothing that can disturb me. I hope everyone is feeling this. Um, but do you know what I mean? Dude, yes. We go through this clearing and these gateways, these equinoxes and the solstices. Yeah, I can see it will get easier and easier. So beautiful that we're here yeah. to just hold this light and amplify it no matter what. It it will get to be a tipping point where it'll be easier for everyone. That's the gift that working with the diamond and the diamond consciousness brings because of the expansiveness it's like you do become a beacon um of of light in creating the new reality matrix as i call it so it's breaking out of the old breaking down the old but all of the amplifications and expansions of people within their diamond field um helps to awaken others at a catalyzed rate. We are catalysts. We become catalysts for the expansion. Well, thanks for everyone being that catalyst yes. and, and doing it and holding this light within ourselves. We can really see if we're able to hold this light and take a step back from our life and, and really the relationships that kind of ruffle our feathers we will each make different choices. We will react differently. That's really what we're talking about here. When we're embodying this light, that is a new world when everyone can, well, when we each embody and make different choices, I can see how, yes, that'll happen with people seeing that and making their choices as well from a higher frequency. Yes. Yeah, because of the awareness. You know, and, and that, that to me is the, the gift of what I do. I, I love the research. I love the information. I love working with both streams of energy, the intuitive and the intellectual and bringing them together to provide understanding. So, so it's not just the awareness and the experience. It's the, the knowledge and the ancient wisdoms and bridging all of that that comes into play so that it becomes uh, wisdom and understanding. Because when we have understanding, it can, it guides all of our choices. Um, from, from that point on. And to me, that is the expansion. That is the gift of diamond consciousness. Ultimately. What a gift too. And so you work with people, Julie, and there's ways that people can work with you and actually 
go deeper, dive deeper yeah. within themselves and to actually work with this diamond consciousness. So tell us about a special offer that you've got for our audience. This is something where, you know, over the course of time, people can really do this work with you as a guide. Yes, um, absolutely. We have um, um, a, a well established diamond community that has been a part of and growing with this diamond energy for a number of years. And it, it's just really, really beautiful um, to witness the growth and expansion and, and how these individuals have benefited from um, the diamond work. So consciousness, it's not only about the diamond, it's about codes, it's about understanding light, the, the geometry of light, it's about understanding, you know, sort of photons and light sort of the particle and wave nature. It's about understanding carbon. It's about understanding how to integrate all of the multiple um, streams and ways in which we have all been brought to this point of our awakening so that we can move to, move forward in a more cohesive way because that is the gift of the diamond, so that we can integrate all of that into that place of understanding. The offer um, is the most wonderful diamond template activations, which serve as an incredible foundation. So for those who are new to the diamond work, the diamond template activations will provide you with a really solid foundation and understanding to take forward in an energetic framework. So that is what I would love to um, offer to listeners and to welcome you into the Diamond community. Beautiful. Well, your special offer is available for our audience here and those who want to work deeper with Diamond consciousness, you are invited to check that out and be part of this powerful little tribe. So thank you, Julie, for that wonderful uh, work that you bring and again I just want to say it's really good that you're such a practical scientist here when you apply it to consciousness and I just love that bridge that you are mm -hmm. thank you Lorraine and thank you so much for the invitation to to come and chat to you in the community um, again and to sort of really bring some more of that awareness into being and Thank you. And thank you. And I thank the sacred white animals as well for their presence and contribution. Please. Yes, we do too. What a fascinating story and, and your whole life there. Um, just to see it come uh, around now at this time, it's just exquisite. It's beautiful. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yes. Well, Julie Umpleby, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this quantum conversation. Thank you, Lorraine, and have a wonderful week after this turbulent and interesting expansive solstice. Be in love. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. We have been through a very powerful gateway here. I'd like to share my personal perception and experience of what we've just recently passed through. The light that is coming through is so precious and pristine that if we truly take a moment to look at what is coming up in front of us, what triggers us, if we're still in frustration or 
thought forms that keep us down and away from our greater dreams, if we even are in a position to dream, some of us are so suppressed that when we clear those out, letting them go in a very simple way of just being aware, that shifts the energy in the moment and clears that out. I just returned from a beautiful trip to Arkansas, Hot Springs, Arkansas, spending three beautiful afternoons into sunset in the water on Lake Washita. The lake is on a giant crystal bed and the waters are crystalline. And to swim in those waters is an experience that brings up, it's like it's a reflection. The, the crystals are showing you what needs to go, where our energy is going. And so I invite you to experience this with me. Have crystal clarity on what still needs to be cleared from old programs old behaviors that are ready to really be let go by you. Allow yourself to feel the crystalline grid that actually surrounds this planet. Specifically, this crystalline grid from Arkansas, this giant crystal network that flows to you now just by you saying yes to receiving these frequencies I know for a fact that these frequencies can travel anywhere on the planet at a moment's notice, instantly, because these crystals started to talk to me before I even got to Hot Springs. I was taking a hike on the trail, and I stepped over a piece of paper, picked it up, and it said Hot Springs, Arkansas. And this is unusual because there's never any litter or trash on this trail, or any trails for that matter. So to see a little piece of paper stop to pick it up and it says Hot Springs, Arkansas, that was the crystals calling to me. I saw more wonderful synchronicities along the whole way. So as we close our program today... Receiving this beautiful light coming in, amplified by the crystals all around our planet. You are crystalline too. And we are able to radiate this out. So let's do it with music. Now this is a little fun. This is going to take us back to our dance days. So if you like to dance, feel the energy of this. It really articulates that this darkness is lifting. Are you ready for the darkness to clear? I hope you're ready for miracles to appear. Because here comes the sun. It's been too long Waiting in the shadows here
as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.